When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good. Sounds great. Sounds fantastic. Which one is it? Great or fantastic? Because I need to know. It can only be one? Yeah. Can't be either or. No, because then it just sounds like you're just throwing out random positive things. I need to know if it's actually fantastic. Mm, I see. Mm-hmm. See, you know you missed putting up with my bullshit. <laughs> so Skype is telling me here that Super reactions are available now, including King LeBron James from the famous Space Jam 2, A New Legacy. Wait, where is that? How do I... It's hovering above the react button. It now says that I can react as LeBron James. (laughs) And he comes flying across the screen. What the hell? Skype has been getting its ass kicked thoroughly for over a year now. And then... Also, Space Jam came out nearly a month ago. Yeah. (laughs) But now we have Space Jam reactions on Skype. They're doing it, guys. They need a better development team. I'm just going to throw it out there. Skype is back. All right. We've got an awesome mailbag coming your way. We've got a couple people. We got some competition in the DMs, Eden, of some people Uh-oh. who wanted to get on the show. Competition. Really? We did a first come, first serve, but it looks like we do need to continue to bring in the guests going forward. Let's do it. So we can I'm hyped. make all these people happy. But we'll start off with just the pure Eden question, which is from Jake. I am going crazy. Eden, pizza update. Have you had pizza? Ilya. Have you tried more pizzas? Have you found a favorite pizza? Where is Ilya? Ilya, have we had pizza? Where is he? <laughs> He's been on tennis tournaments for like the last three weeks. We have, mm. I have not had pizza. I have not had pizza since then. So you're not allowed to have pizza by yourself, is what you're saying. Well, he didn't say that. <laughs> mm. But I have, I have made it my limitation because otherwise I'll just eat pizza all the time. And now that I actually am around places with so many pizza... I feel like it's a dangerous game if I if I get a pizza to try because I will eat all of it myself. If I get pizza with someone, then I'm only eating at least three quarters of it. <laughs> so you, because you have no self-control, yes, you've been avoiding pizza. That is your form of self-control. Yes, it is. My, my self-control is I can only have pizza if I'm having pizza with someone that is also eating it with me. So I am not personally responsible for the entire pizza or sometimes it's two pizzas which has happened before in in the in the very recent future i mean in the very recent past so um i don't want you guys to i I think some people might underestimate my ability to put away a pizza but don't don't underestimate don't do it you hear that people 
<laughs> All you people out there doubting Eden and her ability to eat pizza. Yeah, you heard it here first. She can eat pizza. Yeah. <laughs> I did have one other pizza with a, with a different friend, not Ilya. But actually, what's kind of funny is that it's someone who is also, he also lives in Brooklyn. Actually, same neighborhood as Ilya. Um, he had the same take. He was like, everywhere you go, you have to have a margarita pizza before before you get anything else. He said specifically margarita pizza too. Well, there are more of them out there. So I don't know thing. if this is like a Cobble Hill thing. <laughs> a Cobble Hill neighborhood thing where everyone that lives in Cobble Hill says that you have to have a margarita pizza before you have any other pizza. So I've had one more margarita pizza. It's pretty good, but I haven't tried all of them yet, so I have not been able to upgrade to toppings. Okay. Someday. <laughs> Someday, Someday Eden will have a pizza topping Someday again. I will get to be able to have one with spicy salami and chili oil because that's like my favorite, I think. Would you ever put spicy salami and chili oil on another non-pizza item? Yeah. So like a sandwich, I think it could work, right? Like if it was on like some, some ciabatta, you know? Good ciabatta, some spicy salami, some fresh mozz. So basically a pizza, but on bread. Gotcha. So just another, like a flat bread, but not even necessarily flat. Just a, just a it bread. It could be regular bread. Yeah, just it could a just bread. Be, it could just be bread. The other question that is just for Eden, because... Thank you. Because they tried to kill me off. They tried to they silence you. Robert at Grey Jedi Strick, since we got two-thirds of Cinephobe here, actually it's only one-third right now, Zach is <laughs> indisposed. How about a movie question? What's your favorite genre of movies to watch, Eden? Oh, great question. As someone that's not... We know that TV is murder. Yes. Slash Korean. K-drama yes. with murder is Eden's number one go-to. Yes. And honestly, for movies, it's not that different. I love a movie where someone gets killed, for one. What? Whether... Where someone gets killed. Oh my god! What a weird thing to come in on. Oh, you didn't hear the beginning, but no. But so <laughs> if, for a movie, it's I. I that's one of my requisites for not not. It's not as requisite as it is for a TV show. But if someone dies in a movie, you know that that, that that's either going to motivate someone to get stronger and get revenge, or you uh. know that that mystery or that murder is going to get solved. Like, mm -hmm. you don't just have people dying in a movie and it's just, oh, there's a death without any more follow-up or context. It's just uh, someone dying, right? Like, right. deaths in movies mean something. And Correct. when it's, a, you know, like a Fast and Furious movie, Ooh, it, it means, you know, right. <laughs> yeah, so it's like death can provide motivation. It can provide mm. a storyline. Mm -hmm. um, and I love mysteries, so I loved cases getting solved and you know usually when there's murder there's like some dark psychological shit going on and you guys know that that's like that's like my favorite when it comes to movies so mm. dark movies um with with some serious psychological psychological trickery going on love a psych psychological thriller suspense thriller sure, anything yeah. i love the ones that, that make me question whether things are happening or not you know like a like a machinist or, you know, was it that, that, that Christian Bale one where he got really skinny? Yep. Yeah. So big fan of movies like that where it kind of like 
fucks with you for like is is this happening is it not happening mm-hmm. like an unreliable narrator yeah, yeah 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 i like to know i like to i like to not know and then know at the end or maybe not know at the end either or you think know? you sometimes know I'm but you really that. don't yeah sometimes i'm into that ambiguous ambiguity um there are a few korean movies that do it really well i'm trying to think of one off the top of my head i, I don't remember the name of it but it was like a, a courtroom drama where spoiler alert there was a murder. Nice, nice one. <laughs> was the murder in the courtroom? It was not. It was like it's. It was sort of like a double jeopardy situation, except I don't know if you did it or not. You spent all your money. Huh? Is that what double jeopardy situations are? No. You go all in. <laughs> yes, that's. I, I bet all of my money to. Um, oh, I bet man. all of my money. That's that's the game first. Ashley Judd. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I was like, Zach, where are you? Come on. I know this is your shit. Ashley Judd, file. Or is it a double jeopardy situation when you host a podcast 10 years ago and call your co-host a boostitute? Is that double jeopardy? Boostitute, yeah. Are you up on this, Eden? I am not. Oh, this piece of shit. (laughs) They've been trying to select the Alex Trebek replacement, right? And they had multiple people guest hosts aaron Rodgers, lavar burton yeah 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 i heard about all these that. people one of the executive producers is this guy mike richards who previously hosted the illustrious show beauty and the geek ah. a dating show where they put hotties and naughties right, right. to quote paris yeah, hilton yeah. in a house and then uh turns out that he's really greasing his own wheel wants to be the host himself and now mm-hmm. they're digging into mm-hmm. his archives, and turns out, oh shit, said some not so savory shit mm-hmm. on a podcast oh, ten years shit. ago. Mm-hmm. You hate to see it. You hate mm-hmm. to see it. Which I know Zach hates to hear people use hate God, to see it. But... I just, it's just so overused, and that's not that's not a shot at you. It's, it's a shot at people in this in situation this... particularly. Do, do we not hate to see it? One hundred percent applies in this situation. It's when like. Yeah. There are two. There are two that I really can't stand. It's you hate to see it when it's just, it's even like a guy misses a free throw. It's like oh you hate to see it. It's like all right, yeah, let's not, get a little more not. fucking clever here. And then right. the other one is it's the blank for me, and I'm like oh, no. like it's the it's the Crocs for me. It's the lighting yeah. for me. Like just <sighs> it's like one of those things where you're you're not saying anything. You're not. Right? It's like it's yeah. when people it's when people say something and then they they cap it off with just saying. I yeah. know you're just saying it because you just said it. You dumb. You just fuck. said it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I heard the whole thing. Yeah. No, because it's it's just it's so much of the time that feels like it's like putting in your two cents for the sake of putting it in, but you're not actually like adding anything. Exactly. Not not even a joke. You're not even adding a joke. Which at the bare minimum, that's what we shoot for here. Exactly. Cap it with a joke. Cap it with some kind of observation. Not that you just observed that you just said it. Yeah. It was what you said just now for me, Zach. <laughs> it's the it's the rant for me, Eden. I'm going to try to like work that in as many oh, times. It's the ice <laughs> matcha latte for me this morning, Maze. It's the new LeBron Space Jam 2 reacts in Skype for me. Yeah, <laughs> no, Zach, you, you missed this exciting discovery. What happened? In a delayed cross-promotion with the movie Space Jam A New Legacy, you can now have LeBron soar across your Skype window. Why? Are you on the window right now? Yeah, I'll... Eden, 
Show him the goods. Oh, that is oh, oh wrong one. And there's oh. a brawn. Thumbs oh. up. Daffy Duck. Lola Bunny. Spinning the ball into a heart. It's weird that so many people like to talk about how they had a crush on Lola Bunny, right? And then they yeah. dramatically tone down her sexiness. Right. To avoid that happening again. Isn't that kind of the same thing as Jessica Rabbit, though? Yeah. Well, Jessica Rabbit is at least a person, right? A cartoon person. Ah, uh, there's no bestiality involved is what you're right. saying. Rabbit's not in her blood. It's just her name. Maybe keep that you wanted to fuck <laughs> a rabbit drawing. Maybe keep that one in the fanny pack. Don't pull that one out, you know? That's the one for me, though, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> It's the animated bestiality for me, Maze. <laughs> I'll probably end up in the cinephobe <laughs> intro at some point, I just realized. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. I mean, you just really do. You do. Oh, Patois. I couldn't resist. <laughs> that's, you know what? But Eden, that's one of the few times that was actually funny to use, you know? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was a great little button up of that conversation. Yeah. All right. Damon Johnson at Damon Johnson. Yo, shout to Damon. Love that guy. OnlyFans banning explicit content. Will it matter? Is this a love question? When you have a social media service, and it's, you know, I'm using that the loosest terms. OnlyFans is not really a place you go to make social friends on the internet. But when you have a service, and the core of that service... (laughs) is a thing and then you try to pivot don't see it really going well don't see only fans reinventing themselves they're also not really trying to do that right they're just trying to get sold so that they can cash out yeah so like i this is what this is how i how i view it it's like they have this user base right they have these subscriptions they have this content creators on the stuff And so it's not about like, oh, well, now you guys can't do this and it's changed the platform. It's, hey, we have all this reach. Come buy us. And then you guys figure out what to do with it. Mm, To me, that's what the move is. Yeah, that sounds like just classic. Instead of trying to sell a pornography site, you're selling a social media site. And that's different, right? In theory. But what if all of your users leave because you're not a pornography site anymore? That's the purchaser's problem. Okay. So shouldn't they have already sold it? <laughs> um, I don't know. Well, no, because I think I think there is seems like a you know, fine there's gonna line be some, some lead. Yeah, and it's and you know, other people will be like, Hey, I'm gonna keep up the content because I don't want to lose these subscriptions. I'll find ways to like, you know, blah blah blah. And then, you know, eventually people will die off. I do think that OnlyFans provided a level of control for people in that industry that has previously been out of reach and it's a way for them to you know to take control of their own business which is their bodies and it is kind of unfortunate that only fans can just be like we're gonna take this away yeah i think that's the main issue that people are are pointing out it's just like the amount of people that have built something basically through not have being exploited by the porn industry, but being like in control of it themselves. And like, now that, that's, right. yeah. yeah. And now it's like, that was like, yeah. Empowerment's the word. Like only fans provided like, a, like they really empowered 
these people to do what they want without having to, you know, be under the control of others. But like now that that's like going away, it's like kind of just feels shitty. Sure. Yeah. 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 No, I, I mean, I'm not like, I'm not defending you. I just <laughs> yeah, think like, that's, no, no. that's the, the reason is like, now right. we're trying to catch They're trying out. to sell it, yeah. Yeah, totally. and, and it's and it's probably a lot easier to do when there's no pornography on the site. Yeah. Uh, It'll be interesting to see how that goes. Yeah, the whole just tech idea of make something and then flip it and cash out without ever actually being super profitable off of what you're doing. Right. Is the model. <laughs> I've got a question from Jade... At Jade Hoye, live from the Cape, he's asking shellfish questions, oysters, clams, and mussels. Rank them. Well, they all make me violently ill at this point in my life, so that's going to be a tough one for me. But I will remember <laughs> my times when I wasn't violently ill. So you developed clams and mussels. You developed yeah, I developed, shellfish I developed it. I developed it around eight or nine years ago. Interesting. It's not yeah. shellfish. It's it's mollusks. I can eat I can eat shellfish, but it's the mollusk. Um, specifically where I've developed the, the allergy. Okay, so in the context of ranking them, do any of them make it worse than, like, is a clam worse than a, like, do you have, like, a more severe reaction to an oyster? Or, I haven't, you know, like, I haven't pulled haven't, out, like, tested, like... You haven't I, tested this thoroughly, is what you're no, saying? No, <laughs> I, like, I, it happened a couple of times with oysters in okay. very different parts of the country, and gotcha. I thought... All right. Well, the, and especially, well, the, in both places, it was like high end yeah. oysters. Like, yeah, yeah. High, it like, like it nice, wasn't, yeah. Right. A super nice place in Chicago, and it was a super nice place in Napa. And so when it happened, it was the exact same feeling. I thought, I should get this tested. You know, yeah. maybe this wasn't just a bad batch in Chicago. Right. Um, and then, and so I got that tested, and they're like, yeah, it's, it, it looks like it's all, it's all mollusks for you. And I was like, okay, it's the mollusk for me. And then, uh, and then, and then I tried, uh, I tried a scallop anyway at a restaurant a few months later and started to get that same feeling. Oh my God. Of just a small bite of a, of a scallop. Yeah. I'm like, well, fuck. Yeah. Scallop's a big loss. Scallop is a massive loss. That's, that's a the big, like, I like huge them all. Huge loss. I like them all, but that's, that's the biggest loss for me. Yeah. I would go oyster mollusk, or wait, oyster <laughs> mussel. Oyster mussel clam. That's what I would go with. Wh which one's first? Oysters Oyster. first. Oysters okay. number one. Yeah. Raw oysters. I don't yes, know if we're counting oysters. down. You know. Okay. I've never had a deep fried oyster, so I don't know about that. But I've uh, yeah. Oh, a raw yo, there's yeah. Oyster boy boy. Fucking good. I yeah. don't. I don't need to know. I'm sure they are. It's an oyster. It's deep fried. It's deep two fried things that are anything. fantastic on their own. I'm yeah. Gonna yeah, eat that's it. true. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. Just let me live in my ignorance and peace. <laughs> Yeah, since you can't have it anyway. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> never been much of a slurper. Never been oh, a I guy who slurp. takes down 12 boys on the half shell. I think oh, the yeah. first time my grandfather ordered them when I was a kid, yeah. and I tried to have one, and I basically threw up, not because yeah. I had a shellfish mollusk situation, but because... The texture. It was not Yeah, the me. texture is like kind of rough the first time. Yeah. If you're like not sure what to expect, especially... Mm -hmm. Yep. Like it's yeah, I feel like unless you've like been like where you're young enough to the point where it's like this has always been served, you just like don't think about it. But like I know people that like cuz I went to school in New Orleans, so it's like a lot of the people were trying it for the first time like as college freshmen and it was just like, "Oh, what is this?" and I was like, 
how I've been eating this Taiwan staple, you know, like I'm like the texture has never been an issue for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm a big fan of the charbroiled charbroiled, I think is, is the oyster. I had those in new Orleans. That was, that was good. I think I'm still going to go mussels number one though. Cause I definitely enjoy taking down a whole huge bowl of mussels and broth. It's great, but I, it is a lot of work, you know, <laughs> It's a lot. You don't, so, so you don't like you don't you don't eat like you don't like eating shrimp, or you have to peel your, your own shrimp or crawfish. I look, like I, 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 it will enjoy it, but I enjoy it because I barely do it, right? Uh, like, I, like I'm not okay. doing that regularly. So I'm like, oh, it's the experience. If I did, if I was having like crawfish like every other day or four to you know four times in a month or something like that, right. like I would then be like, old, all right, it's think. a lot. Yeah. yeah. Well, mussels and clams is the same amount of work, but you get more mussels, so it's just more exactly. work. Yeah, exactly. But I, I guess the way I think about it, at least for most of the preparations I have them for, once you cook them, they're open, and all you have to do is basically take a chopstick and yeah. But just, it's still like now nah, I gotta go individual. Yeah, it's, it's, it's to like me, one it's more like, step. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like the seafood version of edamame. I like it, <laughs> right? But now I gotta discard all this shit. I gotta discard <laughs> all this stuff. Great analogy. Great analogy. Great analogy. Zach's really looking for uh, someone to turn him into a little baby bird. And just, <laughs> I just need someone to mama bird it Put for me. The muscle one at a time. Yeah, exactly. Deshell them. My little brother, he like doesn't like ribs or wings because like he's just like, it's just too much trouble to eat. Oh, like he, okay. And I'm just like, because you have to eat it off the bone, it's like, he's like, no, I love the flavor. The It's delicious, but you know, it's too much work. And I'm just like, I can't deal with you. Enjoy your pureed yeah. yams. Yeah, yeah. You child. Uh, more for me. <laughs> Do you not like chewing either? I'm sorry. <laughs> That's how I feel. Eden, did you give me a, a power rankings here? I'm going mussels, oh, clams, oysters. Mm. I make a fucking amazing clam sauce, by the way, but I can't eat it anymore. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Man, I don't know, because I think it, depending on the preparation, it can just, there's too much variance. Mm. Like, like, you know, because... In, just just so in variants. <laughs> these these three are all used very 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 commonly in in Taiwanese cuisine because Taiwan's an island, and so like I've had really good you know clams and mussels and stir fry. They're often stir fried together in dishes. Oysters are they're used to be make. To like stuffed crepes almost or scallion pancakes. There's a really good like scallion pancake thing with like a lot of oysters that I don't know how to describe it. But I just think that those are hard to like a stir fried mussel clam dish. It's kind of hard to compare with like charbroiled oysters or like an oyster po' boy. Mm. I don't know. Like, oh, does that man. make sense? Like where oysters where like oh yeah, God. like where I'm struggling with. It's just like I feel like these preparations are so right. different that like. Like, so if we're saying we're going to all prepare an oyster, mussel, and clam the same way. No, I think it's just like, I I think it's just like, what's the, like, yeah, just. You go to a seafood restaurant, what do you try? No, but I I think you can put like the oyster po' boy into the mix too, right? Like oysters are going to maybe be higher because you can have that. Or maybe you like a clam sauce and you like the versatility. It's not just eating it on its own. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I would say oyster then because you, it's pretty, it's probably the most versatile that in my scope 
because just like you said, I can have an oyster po' boy, I can have oysters on the half shell, charbroiled, um, I can have them in stuffed crepes, I can have them, I can think of so many more different preparations, Oops. but clams, <laughs> nice, clams and mussels I mostly just have in stir fry, or like, because I don't really do like clam chowder or clam sauces, it's mostly just like a stir fried Asian staple dish um, for those two. Although I've had like, you know, some mussels in like a white wine sauce. That's a popular one, right? For yeah. Mm-hmm. some, yeah, some genre of food. Yeah. yeah. But those are like the only ones that I can think of. Oh man, I do love a mussels and broth. Good Lord. That's the move, man. And you just get like a little toasted bread. Exactly. And yeah, all the bread. Exactly. Yeah. That's what oh, I'm about. I need these allergies to change. <laughs> they're supposed to change like every seven years or some bullshit. Oh my God. Yo, that's gotta be the worst though. Cause like, I know how good they are. I know. I know. <laughs> and I love them. It's not that's- like like yeah. red onion or something where I'm like, I'm not really in the mood for red onion on this burger. Like it's nothing like that. No, I, I feel you oh. on that. Cause like, so last, last year, a couple of years ago, I thought, um, I thought I developed a dairy allergy. It turns out it wasn't, it was just okay. a, a bad eczema breakout. But like, I thought I had developed a dairy allergy and I was like, I thought my life, I, I was just like, I can't go on. Like I, how am I supposed to live without cheese? Like, yeah, mostly cheese, but like cheese is so big. But it's like there's so, dairy is in everything. It's like cheese. I mean, cream cheese is cream cheese technically kind of cheese. I don't know. Not not it's not dairy. dairy we're talking about. I just mean yeah. But I just mean like dairy is in almost everything. That's delicious butter. in a lot of ways. Yeah, butter, butter, smooth like butter. You know, like there's butter is in bread, baked goods. Like so many things had dairy in it that I didn't realize before when I was trying to avoid it that it, it really made life difficult to live. Thank God it wasn't a dairy allergy, but I can't imagine like experiencing something that like you love eating and then like developing. It's just like, what a betrayal, you know, like how mm. disrespectful is that of, of your, 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 I, 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 what are they? IGEs, your antibodies to just start, yeah. to start overreacting. Like, like, hey, we know how much you like scallops. Watch this, motherfucker. Yeah. like Two can play this game, you piece of shit. Like, this is just... My opinions on fake meat are well documented here on this podcast, but fake cheese is even worse. No, there's There's only one... There's one... Where is it? Maybe Pizza Luce in Minneapolis. Um, There's a pizza place that makes a, a vegan pizza that is fucking amazing. Like, it's not as good as... Right, like real right. pizza but it's, but, it's but even fine. the cheese like the cheese i'm like yo this is incredible vegan cheese yeah is it made from from nuts i don't know i never asked them i'm not gonna lie when i when i thought i had a dairy allergy i i was like i couldn't find a good cheese substitute i was like yo what the fuck have vegans been doing like yeah. what exactly. are you doing with your time why have you not been figured out why have you not <laughs> been like coming up with a a acceptable cream cheese or cheese substitute. I just, I just, I was so mad at, at vegans and vegetarians. I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. I'm going to get for this, I but I just consider, mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, I would consider going full vegan if they figured out cheese. Yeah, like why was it? Why wasn't that the first thing the first vegan worked on? Like, how right. long has that first vegan been around now? You know, you have so many years to 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 develop. Because mm. I've been hearing about veganism like, for a long time now. Vegan exactly. elders. 1981, James Vegan should have said, hey, I'm getting on the cheese, guys. You know that they're 147 years old because they went vegan so early. 
that they live longer. Yeah. But the irony of it all is that cows are vegan. They're the ones creating the dairy. Now think about that. Okay. Well, do we have to? Because <laughs> no, no, not my brain. You know, the world is dying because of <laughs> meat production, which I don't think is actually true. But vegans do like to post that on the internet. Something about carbon emissions and the cows farting. I mean, cows are going to fart anyway. Like, I don't understand that. I don't think we should get into this, especially because we. we oh, I, I would love to, and then mute everybody yelling at me because I yeah, don't care about your opinion on this. I promise I don't care. I don't want your research. I don't give a fuck. I think it's stupid, and I'm going to continue to think it's stupid, and you can go fuck yourselves. How about that? What's that? And on that note, we're going to bring in our first guest, Emily Sarga. Oh, God, I hope she's not a vegan. That would be a little awkward. <laughs> that would be awkward. Cut all of that. <laughs> yeah. Emily. Hi. What's up? Welcome to the mailbag. Emily, ran random question, question. Random question. No real okay. reason behind Completely it. unrelated. Are you a vegan? Absolutely not. All right. Keep well, all that in, Maze. All of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to make sense to you now, but when you listen to this later today or tomorrow, you're going to have a real laugh. Let me tell you. Oh, man. That's what we call a... Uh, Nice little future callback in the yeah. biz. <laughs> I, yeah. was, I was gonna say, like when when we, when you said Emily was coming, out, I was like, I feel like me and Emily have talked about possibly going to get KBBQ, so I don't. Oh think my she god! Is, but can we all yeah. just start wearing masks so I can feel comfortable going to some fucking Korean barbecue? Oh. Like that's what I want so much. I I'm so excited to go and eat a lot of kalbi and um, oh. bulgogi yeah, with you. Oh my god. Chicago uh, bulgogis. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it makes you feel better, they do have those crazy intake fans right by the table. So they try to tell you that that helps with the whole um, safety I, thing. I don't even care. I'll buy, I'll buy that lie. <laughs> if, that, if that'll look good on social media, I'll do it. Oh, man. It's so good to talk to you guys. I know. I'm so excited that you're on. Yeah, Emily, you've been a longtime listener. When did you start listening to the mailbag and the rest of the count the dang stuff. Well, actually, I started with the True Hoop Pod. Mm. So, long time. Long listener. before. Yeah, for nice. sure. And then I used to do like the, you know, remember when Jade used to do like sponsorships on the mailbag? I used to do those sometimes. Mm. Yeah, when Jade was in his prime, <laughs> <laughs> bringing guests onto this podcast. At and age 28. I mean, he's still 28, so. I don't think I ever saw. <laughs> At age 28, three years ago, as opposed to age 28 now. I don't think I ever saw a dime of those sponsorships, which is odd, <laughs> considering I'm a part owner in the company. Why do you think he's on vacation right now? That's a good point. That is an excellent, <laughs> excellent point. Why do you think these sponsorships always crop up in the summer? That's right true. Before yeah, right before, the, the cape. right before the Cape. And eats oh, clams, mussels, and oysters all <laughs> Wait. summer long. Oh! Wait. Rank them. Emily, rank clams, mussels, and oysters. Oysters, clams, and mussels. Mm. For sure. Um, oysters are probably my favorite, but it's also because in Korea, they tell you if you eat oysters, it's really good for your skin and hair. So the sliminess is fine. <laughs> so what is your favorite preparation? Because we talked a lot about preparations. and I'm, Oysters was on the top of my list for one of the reasons is because there's so many different like things you can you can deep fry them you can eat them charbroiled off the half shell whatever so like what is your what is your preferred way of consuming oysters for shiny hair and skin 
Uh, <laughs> definitely raw half shell, but I like it with a little bit of um, uh, like hot sauce in it for sure. Okay. But also right. they have different like kinds, right? I'm not a big fan yeah. of like the huge meaty ones because those ones are kind of hard to swallow whole. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's a little too much. God damn, five dudes. Oh my God, five dicks, damn. Yeah, that's relatable. That's very relatable. <laughs> What we failed to mention in the entire oyster conversation was the aphrodisiac nature of the oyster. That's not been proven. I don't know that I've ever been any hornier after eating oysters. I think I'm just always at a 10. Like, that doesn't, yeah, that's not a. Yeah, like, I I, I have not seen any scientific evidence or surveyed anyone that that's worked for. Because you know where I think that comes from is that you're usually, like, having cocktails and oysters or wine and oysters. I think people are just getting drunk and fucking. Like, I don't think that that's an oyster thing. You think it's a byproduct. As much as alcohol is an aphrodisiac. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And and the vibe. 100%. Is it maybe some correlation of you only have oysters in situations that are with a a partner and a lover. Mm, like a date scenario. Yeah. But you and the boys true. aren't going down to the, <laughs> to the sports that, bar. <laughs> Rocking oysters. Everybody's beers. got 12 on the half shell. That just it got a little heated after. All of a sudden, Tyler's but, rocked up at the bar, just <laughs> ready to go because he had 12 oysters. <laughs> <laughs> Well, also, oysters are really expensive, too, right? Like, the good ones. Mm. So maybe it's like a, a flex move on a right. date. Mm. Yep. Absolutely. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. It would be like point. saying, well, you know, you know, like, caviar and foie gras are aphrodisiacs. Like, I don't think that's true. I think that's, you know, <laughs> truffles, not an aphrodisiac. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bougie date foods that make right. you look cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't think people are out there saying that oyster po'boys are an aphrodisiac. No, no one wants gonna, that. No one wants, wants to have that. sex. No, <laughs> absolutely not. During maybe, but not after. <laughs> just too like full of po' boy, too much bread, Mm-mm, fried. No, terrible idea. In there. Good lord! All right, we'll get to the bottom of that. So, Emily, did you pack a question? Did you bring one with you? So, I packed two questions. One is an easy one, and one is a hard one. Mm. What are you guys into? I mean, hard like stuff, a, obviously. Like them hard, yeah, like them hard. <laughs> it's the, it's the hard the for me, Zach. Yeah, it's, the hard, it's the hard ones for me. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad I came on this pot. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> My hard question is, what time or event in your life would be the most interesting basis for a movie of any genre? So it could be, like, a comedy or a horror or one of these really awkward movies that you get from like a24 um yeah oh, i love the a24 yeah, <laughs> yeah. throwing a24 into the bus there yeah. good lord <laughs> um, strays out here yeah goodness what does the a stand for awkward yeah <laughs> the a stands for assault <laughs> <laughs> most movie period of my life is definitely the road trip that I took. I was about to say, it's got to be the mm-hmm. the van era for yeah. you, right? Got to be the van for me. Then. It's the van for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I hope the internet swallows itself. Certainly, <laughs> certainly the, the New Orleans section is a good, I think that would probably be a good for end of first act, beginning of second act section. 
because the woman that we stayed with in New Orleans was straight up out of a movie. Yeah. Her name is Miss Stacy. She owns a mansion. She yeah, yeah. is very well connected in the community and knows everything that's going on and has lavish costume parties during Mardi Gras and whenever she wants. And that whole that whole scene would be quite cinematic for sure. Plus, who doesn't love another story about three dudes coming of age in a van? <laughs> there aren't enough of those, if you know what I'm saying. Are there a lot of those? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a saturated market, Eden. Saturated bro market. But see, are, are people dying in these movies? Because if they're not, that's why I haven't seen them. Yeah, I would throw in a murder just for you. We'd have to have somebody get killed along that's the way. That's why you burned the van and destroyed all the evidence right maybe late second act there's a accidental murder and then we mm -hmm. have to cover it up you know and Long then, an accidental death that gets covered up yep. and turns into a huge conspiracy when it was like yep. man it was just an accident a little disappointing when you find that out in the end though huh but then you know it's really <laughs> a, a study of how the anxiety tears the group of van men apart because oh, they can't trust yeah. each other anymore mm. and one of them's going to come clean and then they think about killing that guy, and then now you're just down that a very dark done. road. Yeah. And all this is yeah. taking place in the Florida Keys, where it'd be very easy to make somebody disappear. Please. Always the Keys, because you can just throw them off an island. Aren't, aren't the Florida Keys islands? Yes, they are. Yeah, indeed. legally, but they're all connected. <laughs> like, so they're not uh, islands, then? I mean, they are islands, but there's just, like, one giant road connecting yeah. all of them. So There's a highway that goes yeah. all the way down to Key West. So oh. technically, you could just drop someone over the highway with some cement boots on. There we go. Straight is oddly specific. Uh, a little alarming. <laughs> Emily, how do you know yeah, about Emily, cement uh, boots? Are those in the fall um, collection? What uh, What are you talking about? The fall collection. <laughs> yeah, I saw Russell Westbrook had a pair on the other day. So, um, no, I watch a lot of mob movies and stuff like that. So, nice. what happened yeah. to the mob? I feel like the mob's not here anymore. That's just good PR. This Rico guy get them all. That's you good know, this PR. Is... Shout out to Rico. Yeah. Yeah. What is the mob? Oh, it's totally disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody talks about it anymore. It's so weird. Don't look to the NCAA. <laughs> cement boots, though. Not not exactly cement boots, but I'm looking for. I really need a pair of like chunky platform combat boots for the fall. Oh yeah. I've been like, looking into that too. Yeah. yeah, dude, if you find any good ones, link me. Cause like all I every time I see Jun Jun Cook out here in those combat boots, platform combat boots, I'm like, I need a pair. He's killing that look. What makes a boot a combat boot? Is it a knife holster? <laughs> good question. Knife holster for sure. Cause if it's not a if it doesn't have a knife holster, I don't want it. Um, I think it's uh, it, it's a boot that you wear when you look like you could beat anyone up in hand-to-hand -hand combat. Oh, nice. Nice, okay. nice, nice. Which is the purest form of war, Yeah, as we learn from Killing Team starring John the Travolta steals. and Robert De Niro. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a great episode. So the boots make you look like you can fuck people up, but the mm -hmm. boots actually no, don't no, do no, anything no, 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 no. in terms of helping you fuck people up? No, because they're chunky platform boots. So if you want to kick someone, it's gonna oh, hurt that's more. A, that's a, well, it's also that's a real heavy lift, though, right? right? For a platform yeah. boot, like you're not, not you're not, you're not roundhousing that shit. For yes, I am. Like your yes, van I am. Damn. You want to bet, Zach? You want to bet? You know bet? what? 
You know what, Eden? Next live show, I'm gonna hold up a, a fucking white claw can, and I want you to roundhouse it out of my palm All right. with a platform combat boot. Book it now. Okay. I got, I got $50 that says you can't do it on the first try. Oh, okay. Well, I, joke's on you because get ready to send me, get ready to Venmo me that money. You're going to hold the white clock in in one hand and the $50 bill in the other, and she's in a roundhouse, kick the can out this is, while this grabbing. Where's where's Shaquem? Ryan, friend of the show, Shaquem the Dream. He, you can ask him about my roundhouse kick. He doubted me in Chicago. I, I don't doubt movie. that you can roundhouse kick. I just don't think you can do it the first try with the platform combat chunky boot. Oh, man, Zach, you don't know me. You don't Let's know see. me. You better start training. <laughs> right. Yo, I got ankle weights right here. I got ankle weights right here. <laughs> yeah, the scary thing is that you've actually, like, given her a challenge now. And <laughs> I can yeah. see, like, there's already, like, a Rocky-style training montage oh, yeah. happening. Oh, of sure. Don't worry. We'll make sure that Amin empties the bottle, the, the White Claw can, before it's... <laughs> Yeah. That'll be really difficult for him. Yeah, we'll have to convince him. My, uh, one of my flying kicks before, I think. I've sent you a video of, of my, my, my jump kick. Yeah. It's true. I get like crazy air. Again, not doubting you can do that. <laughs> okay, okay, it's, the, okay. it's the boot. It's the boot it's for the him. It's the boot for me, yeah. You didn't? That's <laughs> keeping me off. <laughs> to have the boots off, and I believe anything, but okay. the boot on? No way. All right. All right, I'm. Let's get it. Let's and get it, guys. This whole boot challenge is the part <laughs> of Eden's life that we need to right. turn into a movie. Yeah, yeah. now we exactly. got a montage. Yeah. The, no, my, my, my like movie definitely. Yes, people doubting my ability to do a roundhouse kick and repeatedly, I, yeah, multiple repeated. times throughout your life as a child. We'll have we'll have an opening scene where young Eden <laughs> is doubted. That's when you know. I, I I make a res I resolve to prove everyone wrong. Maybe someone dies. Yeah, that, that's what we decide. Well, it has to in order to get you to watch yeah. it. Someone's yeah. got to die. Yeah, yeah. Gotta yeah. <laughs> much less be in it. Right, exactly. Die from a roundhouse kick that you did because they doubted you. Like it, mm. it actually backfired on them. And, and they, oh yeah, they like died. maybe this maybe you roundhouse kick the white claw like through my throat or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> no. And it's just. And then she's never going to roundhouse again. Now you're on the run. She goes into hiding. And then the final scene, she's forced to roundhouse one more time to save her life. And she's played by Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> <laughs> Opening monologue voiceover. Growing up as a young Asian girl in Arkansas. <laughs> Yo, I am dead, Zach. <laughs> Emily, what's your easy question? Uh, my easy question? Wait, what about Zach? Oh, I mean, mine's easy. It's the Sussman era. Uh -huh. mm. Like, the Sussman era is like... Sure. It's got to be on a screen at some point. I feel like the soundtrack to that movie would be, like, extremely suspenseful all the time with, like, weird violin noises in the background. E either that or circus music, yeah. <laughs> it's one of the two. <laughs> That's amazing. I mean, isn't circus music a little creepy if you use it in the yes. right context? Oh, yeah. oh, I'm a big fan oh, of you, If you slow down circus music, like yeah. super slow, then all of a sudden you're in a horror movie. Yeah. yeah. Or at or least a trailer. Like, yeah, yeah. Or like, you know, if it's circus music being played outside of the context of a circus, 
Like, you know, there's not mm -hmm. an actual circus happening. Mm -hmm. It's just circus music. You're like, fuck. There's, e there's either about to be a serial killer or an ice cream truck. That's it. Like, those are the two <laughs> options. Which those are, things are creepy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're all dirty as fuck. Like, how? Yeah. Like, no one washes an ice cream truck ever? <laughs> yeah, because they don't go through health inspection, huh? There is no way they go through <laughs> health inspection. I actually heard an ice cream truck driving around my neighborhood like a month ago. And it, maybe the first time ever. I was like, this is, mm. are they doing business? Didn't seem Money like CB. it. Seemed like he Money was CB. playing Money a lot laundering. of music. Money laundering front. Not totally. finding a lot of audience. I mean, there's like the only people that do numbers on that are the people that have the carts and they go through like Dolores Park where there's a bunch of people just hanging out chilling and they're like yeah i'll have an ice cream but the truck itself stick to the suburbs my man all right emily what's the easy question and then we'll bring on our next guest okay the easy question is uh what's something that you love so much that you're basically the unofficial spokesperson for it and i feel like i can answer eden's which is bts yes. but yes, you can. <laughs> I mean, yes, you can. mine's pretty easy too it's nicholas cage like, <laughs> Mine is count the dings. Ooh, <laughs> good nice. plug, Emily. Way to, way to bring that home. <laughs> it's the count the dings for you. <laughs> I would I, I would say Big Lebowski, but that's opened me up to realizing that there's a whole bunch of people who are way more into the Big Lebowski than I am because they started mm. a festival for it and oh, there's shit. a whole cult thing. So I don't even know if I'm the, the biggest dog on that front. But that is something that I do convert people to. So how do you feel about white Russians then? Because I know a lot of people will drink them because of that movie, but I find them to be oh, kind of gross. I thought you meant like Andrey Karolinko. <laughs> like, yeah, he's Isn't dope. he Ukrainian? No, he's Russian. Oh. He was born in the city where the AK-47 was oh, invented. Oh, nice. Yeah. Wow, that nickname is just... Too perfect. Yeah. The best. I do like white Russians. I had a white Russian phase where I was drinking them a lot. The thing is, you can only have like one, right? Like, how many can you even drink at a time? Challenge that shit accepted. has like heavy cream. Like Challenge accepted. It all comes down to your, your dairy tolerance. <laughs> no, but even if you can have dairy, cream is heavy. Like, how many of those are you putting down? You don't have to make it with cream. You can make it with cream. You can make it with half and half. You can just make it with milk. Skim milk? I mean, you could you could do skim milk. That would oh not God. be my choice. Fucking point. You, you might as well just make a clear <laughs> Russian and do it back. with water <laughs> right. at yeah. that point. Lord, that sounds awful. But you don't have to do, like, pure cream every time. Although that would probably be delicious and it would be a good, yeah. good way to mix it up. But half and half is, like, the probably the the way you'll get it at most bars. I just still feel like that's so heavy, though. Like, you guys can just sit here and drink, like, five white Russians made with half and half, even if you use 2%. I don't necessarily recommend it, but you can. <laughs> I can I used you? to do the Lebowski can challenge you? where you drink a white Russian when he drinks a white Russian and you smoke when yeah. he smokes. Uh. And it annihilated one of my friends and i don't think it was because of the booze i think it was because of the the dairy i don't think that he was a mm -hmm. milk drinker really at every point in his life and oh. so it just absolutely wrecked his system so it's not like you ordering milk at the restaurant everywhere you go oh man yeah no i'm, I'm glad i cut that habit out that was that was something i did not know was weird <laughs> 
Well, yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's easy to cut that out once you turn 11. What the fuck were you doing ordering milk as an adult? Shout out to my mom. She'll still do it. And oh people will look at her confused. Of course. And then That's they'll weird. usually bring her like an eight ounce glass of milk and charge her like four dollars. Right. <laughs> you guys have racket. this in your kitchen already. We know you do. But yes. Don't order milk in public. Not a good look. Don't order soda either. But if you're on a date and you want it to end fast, order a glass of milk. I think that'll do the trick. And bring on Mike now. Yeah, so you guys have any BTS questions for me? Yeah, I saw you post something. Do they have a TV show? Yes, yes. it's called Run BTS. It's so funny. Oh what God, the hell? So they have their own variety show, basically. So it's a variety show? It's not scripted? Is it like a reality show? I feel like there's a fine line between... Because reality shows have such like a different no it's not a reality show it's a variety show so variety shows aren't really a thing in american tv are they like not anymore they you like in the 70s and 80s for sure but okay. not i don't feel like it's a yeah. thing anymore because i don't think i can't even think of one would wild and out count as a variety show ah barely but, counts but, as a show <laughs> <laughs> yeah like no so like in korea on korean tv like chinese tv Japanese TV, um, and I remember Sarah saying for that, that that was a thing over there too, where it's just like the the game they're like game shows, but like actually funny and like well produced, not like real not like I mean, I don't want to hate on Wheel of Fortune. I, I'm just saying, like we don't have them in America. Like I can't think of a comparison. But yeah. it's basically like there's um so like in the most recent recent run BTS episode, it's like they have a like there's a spy or or two named before the episode runs, and then they have, like, missions they need to solve, and it's, like, set in, like, a historical Korean village, so they're all wearing, like, traditional Korean clothes, costumes, and um, they're solving their missions and trying to figure out who the spy is, and, it, like, it's, it's always just, like, so funny and, like, yeah. super entertaining, like, and there's also different, like, they have different ones like different episodes of different ones. Sometimes it's like more game show, like quizzes where they like have to answer questions usually about their own musics because they don't have to buy <laughs> licensing for it. <laughs> so one, I think that you guys would actually really like Jack Black was on a Korean variety show. Okay. And um, they on had him. Uh, it was either Running Man or in Infinite, Infinity Challenge or Infinite Challenge, whatever it's oh, called. In but they Challenge. had... Yeah. yeah, they had him um, listen to Korean like pop songs and then try to sing them, and then the people on the show tried to guess what, what song, song he was singing. Yeah, he's like so the... good at it. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. He's amazing. an he's an amazing singer, so that wouldn't yeah. really shock me. Yeah. Well, the but, thing is, as someone that's learning Korean, honestly, like it's not super easy of a transition to make like but, but my guess is like he's <laughs> just mimicking what he's hearing right? yeah instead of like yeah, yeah, yeah. like i doubt he knows right. what he's saying but right, like right. i yeah. yeah he got it like really close on some as well and then there was another one with um the curry brothers so seth and uh, steph and seth were on it and they did like a basketball challenge oh is that um, what they had like this giant hand like yeah. this giant person yeah, i've seen that video it's amazing yeah it was wonderful. Like one guy had like basically hands, but like kind of fanned out like a peacock tail, trying to block like all the shots. <laughs> it's really incredible. It's a great video. Yeah, but they put a lot of production and planning into these 
Um, if you guys have heard of like the game caters, Na PD is like huge in Korea. Like there's a bunch of like, it's all really funny. Um, I don't know why American shows don't try to do more like that. Cause it's very like engaging with the viewer. Like, I don't know. I feel like anytime I'm watching it, it feels like it doesn't, it feels like you're, you're more invested in what's happening than just like watching big brother, you know, or like what's another popular American reality show right now? I don't even. F Boy Island. Island. I was just going to say that. (laughs) We took all the fuck boys and we put them on an island together. I feel like I'm not going to like that show. It's terrible. (laughs) Like it's really going to bother me from minute one and committing to a whole season for it. And now it's second season because it got greenlit for a second season. Oh God! Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, and that's coming from you, Zach. Like, and I'll watch just about you know, any piece of I, shit out there. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, you love that shit, yes. like, literal shit. Yes. Like, yeah. When Zach's thumbing his nose at a at a reality show, you know, that yeah, it must not be up to snuff. I already get it. Okay, like I don't think I need to go through the motions with this one. All right, Mike. Mike's joining us. Mike, have you ever been to F Boy Island? No, I have not been there yet. <laughs> Probably wouldn't be approved in this household, unfortunately. Mm. I don't think my wife's sending me there anytime soon. Gotcha. Oh, not not wife approved. She didn't find you there. No, we uh, we met out in California. So, I mean, that's kind of that's kind of like secondary F Boy Island, right? Tertiary. But you had a good question here, Mike. You can go ahead and ask it. But it's about Wagyu beef. Yeah. Is it is it worth it? I I figured. I'd ask the butcher, who's the expert. I mean, I, we got a real good shop down by us, a good butcher shop just down the street. And um, I don't know. They, they got the steaks. I, I look at them, and I, I see the price tag, and I'm like, all right, is it, is it worth dropping 100 bucks a pound for this? I personally don't think so because the main thing that Wagyu is giving you is fat content. Right. So, yeah, like, like ribeye rib does that too, right? But it's just way fattier. When you look it's, at it, the like, marbling exactly. is more even and like it's like perfect marbling, basically. Right. And I would also say that Wagyu is a term that has become kind of a buzzword. Okay. Yeah. Like, true Wagyu like beef. Used to be. Like Kobe, Kobe used, used to be. To be Kobe's yeah. the same. You'll still you'll see wasabi. places say Kobe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That wasabi beef. You know, no, no, but I'm saying wasabi became a thing where it's like, oh, we're having wasabi. It's uh, not actual yeah, yeah. wasabi. Yeah, right. Like right. it's it's rarely like actual wasabi. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's usually like horseradish it's or something. Horseradish. Yeah. With, yeah. Green, with green, green yeah. food coloring. Whereas yeah, if you have it, actual wasabi, it's delightful. Right. It's, if, if it's outside of the region of Japan, it's actually sparkling green horseradish. So exactly. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> nice. Yes. So. so, yeah, I would say if you're in Japan and you're at a place where they have real Wagyu beef, that I think right. would be worth trying. But yeah, for sure. Me personally, yeah, it's like I don't want a steak so fatty that it tastes like butter because of how marbled and rich the the meat is i'm i'm good with meaty steak that has a little bit of fat on it and i think that works great and you can still get really nice stuff for like you know yeah quarter of the price marbled cinematic universe Mm. i don't know this sounds kind of weird but i almost want to buy one of them and be disappointed if that makes sense because like if you if you buy it and it's the best thing you've ever had then you're like oh shit my my never go back to be a hundred dollars a pound and if it's terrible you're like well i just wasted a bunch of money but if it's like yeah, this is good, but I'm I'm good with like a sirloin or a ribeye. I feel like that's the that's kind of the that's the zone I want to be in. So I don't know. Maybe I'll just 
I'll buy one just just for shits. Is it like A5? Ozeki? No idea. Okay. No idea. I'm just curious. They've started doing American Wagyu now, Eden. Right. Oh. It might not even be imported from Japan. Like, it could be American. I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's not. I mean, yeah. I live outside of... I live outside of Boston, so yeah, not exactly close to the the West Coast either. So probably, probably not from Japan. You're probably right. Because you think that the hundred dollar price tag is factoring in importing it. Yeah, probably because <laughs> of the name. But yeah, exactly. It could just be an American Marketing. place that right takes the name and slaps it on it. But it's similar to what May said. It's like you can get really good quality beef with like really pretty marbling if that's what you're getting you're going for for like probably a third or like 40 percent of the price and like get way more of it and like i'm i'm not gonna lie when i i'm not someone that just wants four ounces of meat when i'm if i'm eating like dinner or right. <laughs> if I'm eating dinner or get, lunch or if i'm eating food slash get robot. But, like, <laughs> like, like who is who is out here getting full off of like three ounces of, of, of like chicken or beef or whatever, right. like any meat, like that three yeah. ounces is like, it's like that, that barely, that's like barely fills the palm of my hand. So it's like, for me, I can't afford enough. Wagyu <laughs> once, to once, once again, what are we talking about here? <laughs> if Eden can palm the meat, she's not interested. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, yeah I mean, this, I, I'm a volume meter. <laughs> yeah, this place, uh, this place has beautiful steaks. That's the thing. Is like I can, I can pick any variety, and they're all awesome. So that's yeah, why? So I was a little, little hesitant. I'm trying to but... go to all you can eat KBBQ with Emily. Oh, yes, man. and we're gonna get, <laughs> we're gonna incredible. get drunk on makari too. So that is, yes. also... and then we're doing karaoke. So if y'all want to go to New York, that's where we'll, that's where we'll, we'll be. I am in. Let me know the day. <laughs> I just, uh, I was just in Nashville this past weekend and sang Kiss from a Rose karaoke, which is pretty sweet. Well, we're going to be doing BTS karaoke and you get, I'm just going to do mic drop 10 times because it's okay. the only one I know. <laughs> nice. It's kind of wild to be honest with you guys. I've been, uh, I've been listening to you guys since the Friday mailbag was mostly made up of Waz making problematic statements towards Kaylee Brandt. So mm. <laughs> the golden days. Back in the day, yeah. I think I think the title of the the group or the podcast or whatever is now on its fourth or fifth iteration. So it's been I'm not all the way back to the spreecast days, but I've I've been listening since the true days. So Oh man, kinda... I love how you volunteered the how long you've been listening to the yeah, show. Yeah, that was gonna be my next question. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Nice. That's how you know, that's, real. That's how you know yeah. that he's yeah. been listening to the show. Yeah. It's yeah, the attention exactly. to detail for me. For me. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. Uh the title is gonna be It's the Friday mailbag for me. <laughs> God, I fucking hate that. Let's hear the intro. Oh, we don't do that anymore. That's the other thing. We we used to do this intro where I had a whole write up for like seven people, (laughs) and now we're down. We're down to the the core group, and so I don't talk about Jade's Jadeness quite in as much detail. Or Mariano Blanco. He's still Mariano Blanco. Okay. All right. Yeah. Absolutely. And Mariano is still Black Harper out there. Black Harper, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I got them all. That's I. I remember those days too. It was fun times when I cut it apart to the Patreon. So, so we got a couple more questions here. We're gonna throw these out and then we'll we'll wrap. Let's get it. Suave Cito at Sea Salcedo Five. 
asks, do you change your music listening habits when your parents are in the car with you? If so, what do you listen to? First of all, I don't have the volume turned all the way up. Right. I I mostly listen to podcasts in the car anyway at this point in my life. Right. And it's been that way for a while. Like, I guess I would have before. I can't remember the last time I was actually driving with my parents. It's been like they live, yeah, you know, I, I grew up I'm outside thinking. of St. Louis. So like we whenever we see each other in the car, it's usually like to and from the airport right. catching up or to and from a restaurant. No music so, playing, just like right. chatting. Yeah, up. and maybe like maybe like radio in the background, but they listen to the same. I mean, I, I grew up obviously listening to the stuff that they listen to. So it's classic rock stuff like that so i'll listen to stuff with my dad and he's down with some stuff so like i played him some of the bo burnham inside album songs and he was kind of digging that because bo burnham's kind of a theater kid at heart but if i play any sort of rap music he gets very intolerant and then we usually end up he listens to show tunes Oh, yeah, or yeah. NPR podcast, but he does listen to, to Cinephobe, so we did listen to a little bit of a Cinephobe together, too. Speak, so, speaking of, yeah, Bo Burnham, problematic. I play that song in my head all the time now because of Cinephobe, so thank you for that. He's got another, <laughs> he's got a couple other bangers on that, on that album. Nice. The Jeffrey Bezos one is pretty catchy, <laughs> and then also, obviously, White Woman's Instagram is a classic. <laughs> watch, watch the yeah. video on that one, too. It's perfect. My phone is kind of possessed. And um, so I listen sometimes to baby metal, which is like a Japanese metal band. And what? <laughs> Please elaborate. <laughs> so are these like, babies wearing combat boots or? Yes, actually they are. And they, they started out when they were like maybe like 12 or 13 or something. So it's like these little Japanese girls with a full like metal hairband behind them. Um, and my phone just loves to connect on Bluetooth at full volume and play like the most like ratchet <laughs> metal band song. And uh, I've definitely given my mom a heart attack about six times in the car because it's what I'll play automatically uh, when I start it. <laughs> Man, that, that reminds me of a story. I don't know if you guys are like Foo Fighters fans at all, but um, the album, I'm trying to remember which one it was. It was after, I think it might have been The Color of the Shape, whatever one Stacked Actors is on. The very beginning of that song, when it comes in with the guitar, it's just this really loud, screeching guitar intro, and it's the first track of the album. And I just remember one time I was going somewhere with one of my friends. We are in the car with his mom, and that was cranked all the way up, and she jumped through the roof of the car when that thing played. It was, it was pretty hilarious. Nothing. <laughs> no, I no Foo Fighter <laughs> echo for me there. The Foo Fighters, I I have I can't I have zero. I was trying, but I was trying to you know I like to I like to support people, but I have I have zero concept. I can't name a single Foo Fighter song. I just know that they were big. Eden's brain is literally so full of BTS that there is no listen, before or after. Listen, no, listen, I listen <laughs> to other artists reason. too. Okay, like. Do you? Yeah, yeah, I do. You know, like, you really sound like you're full of shit right now. Listen to August D R M. Yeah, I listen to other. Yeah, uh, you, you sound like Mina Kimes <laughs> recapping a movie she hasn't seen. <laughs> yes, yeah, I read the Wikipedia of Foo Fighters. I'm, I know that Dave Grohl is in I the Foo Fighters. The the Foo Fighters are like, I just associate them with like a band that's super white from the 90s that like all of their songs probably sound the same to me 
Wow. No offense. Yeah, well, mm. I've, I'm super whitened from the 90s, too, so I guess that backs it up. Accurate. <laughs> Fair and then Ben Gordon at Praise the Gord. Worst public bathroom story. My friend told me that one time he left the bathroom in high school, looked down, and his dick was still out. What? I don't how is that, how that possible? Happens. Yeah. Whoops. So are we are we talking worst experience for us, or are we talking like <laughs> for sit, like walk in and it looks like a murder scene? Uh, I mean, uh, yeah. Th- bar bathrooms. Yeah. Th- there's horror stories of just walking into wreckage after like a battle has been fought i i remember one time in high school one of my friends walked into the all school assembly with her skirt tucked into her panties oh no in the back worst nightmare that was a scene me personally like i can think of one go for it mike oh no i was just gonna say i can think of one for you Oh, hey, you shit yourself. Except it wasn't technically a bathroom, right? Yeah, wow. you shit yourself after basketball practice. I don't know if you remember that, Maze. You can listen to the whole story on the Along Came Polly Cinephobe episode. Where Anthony Mays sorry, shit sorry, himself Mays. in high school. Yeah, yeah. The whole world was my bathroom at that point. <laughs> uh, I mean, I've told I've told the story before, but I saw a guy get pushed over in a tailgate of, of a Raiders home game. In a he like he went in there wearing a Jets jersey into the porta potty. They pushed it over. He came out oh, no. covered. Yeah, Oakland Raiders oh, fan, salt of the God. earth. That's trauma. Worst public bathroom situation. I've I've mentioned it before, but just porta potties at Burning Man, oh. where you wake up cold in the the middle of the night and you have to stumble fifty to two hundred and fifty feet. To the closest porta potty station, and then you just you go in and you close your eyes and you do your thing and you you get out of there as quickly as you can. And you try not to look around or think too much about it. Mm. That sounds Speaking awful. Speaking of porta potties, who's excited for the new Jackass movie? Oh my oh, god, that yes. trailer got me up for that. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Did they miss an opportunity to do the the four and forever as the number? Because it's Jackass Forever, but isn't it the fourth one? I think it is. Should be forever. Like um, Marky Mark's chest and fear, Nicole Full Ever. Oh yeah. So I I, 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 t- I take some issue. I, I got the same comment and feedback for the Fast and the Furious franchise because shouldn't the fate of the Furious been F eight as opposed to F A T E? I think they did do that, but they didn't. It was they didn't spell it out like F E I G H T. Oh no no no! That's not that's not a word. They did do F eight of the Furious. Did they? Did they, they just did F eight? Yeah. Oh, they F eight. But I but I'm okay. F eight, the fate of the Furious. All right. Never mind then. I'm good. I'm and then I have no criticism of the, fa- the Fast and the Furious franchise anymore. Criticism rescinded. Other than the fourth one, it's pretty much pretty much perfect. That's true. And even the fourth one, there were there were things that. It was like, you know, sometimes you need that one that's not that great, but has like, char- right. introduces characters, you know. I like, mean, that's the thing. Two through four, they forced it to matter. Yeah, yeah. They forced it to you matter know, later like on. Han, yeah. like, you know, it's, yeah. By the way, what a lazy explanation in F9. And I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. But for him, for Han being alive, the laziest yeah, of explanations. It oh, happens. my God. It was great. <laughs> Why'd they even try to explain it at that point? They didn't even really try. It was just like, I thought you died. He's like, ah, Mr. Nobody. <laughs> Do you guys really <laughs> care about a good story when it comes to an action movie? Because for me, I just like watching stuff blow up. 
that's fun. Like the, I don't know. And no, I ad nauseum about the Avengers and I'm like, they're good movies, but I don't, I don't need the storyline. Yeah. No, it's, it's, the, it's the Jurassic Park thing. I don't give a fuck about the humans in that movie. Right. Like Jurassic World, Jurassic World, whatever the you know, Fallen Kingdom or whatever it was. Like people are like, oh, the story is so terrible. I just want to see dinosaurs. In I'm here for day. the dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. that's all. The, I, I want to see dinosaurs. And like, shut up. That's all I care about. Bryce Dallas Howard, no Bryce Dallas. I don't care. Like just you know, Chris <laughs> Pratt, no Chris Pratt. Just give me the T Rex and the Raptors. Oh, the Raptors! I love the little Raptors. Oh, the, yeah. The little ones. So little rap Fred Van Fleet we talking about here little rappers <laughs> Malachi Flynn San Diego State okay. legend oh yeah go Aztecs hell yeah it's pretty nice that you still uh rep that shit even though you dropped out it wasn't their fault okay I had fun there gotcha. too much fun there that's why I had to drop out gotcha the best karaoke experience I've ever been to in my life was about at a bar dive bar like 10 minutes away from San Diego State's campus I'm trying to remember the name of the bar Bar, but it was this big it was a six six like 300 pound black guy singing everybody dance now and doing the, okay. the high and the low parts and it sure. was <laughs> fucking incredible oh my god a confidence man flag of haiti at typed in whatever asks what is something that tasted good when you were a kid but can't stand to eat now for him it's honey buns or anything from the little debbie brand for zach it's mollusks but not because he can't stand eat it, but because it will get violently ill, poison him. Yeah, I had these devil's food cookies. It's the Snackwell's devil's food cookies. Hmm, I remember these when I was a kid. I used to think these were the shit, and I got them. And not only have they tried to reduce the fat and make them better for you. Oh yeah, not worth it. Terrible decision. They just they taste worse. They taste so much worse. They're not. A, I used to think that they were really good and look forward to eating them. I absolutely will never get them again. So that is my nomination. But it's possible that they changed the recipe and fucked it up. But it's also possible that my tastes have evolved. I would say probably for yeah. me, it's either it's either bologna. Or mm. that's like on the savory side. On the sweet side, it's probably you guys know those little frosted uh, Hostess donuts, like the mini donuts. Oh yeah. When I when I was in middle school, and this is I don't know, kind of disgusting looking back. Like every day when I would go to middle school, I go to our cafeteria and get a Powerade and like a little six pack of those donuts, and I used to love those things. And I just <laughs> I had one recently, and it's just. They're too sweet at this point for me. So Hostess, I only really ever got down with the Ding Dongs. I wasn't into Twinkies. I wasn't into the <laughs> powdered donuts or the the frosted donuts. But kids have trash taste. Yeah, I would say the the Hostess cupcake. Like yeah, I that's... I tried one relatively recently within the last couple of years. As I was like, this fucking sucks. This is disgusting. <laughs> too much. Fun dip, I think, maybe, or like pixie sticks. Oh, I can still yeah. do fun dip. Yeah. Oh gosh. Fun dip was just oh, what a what a what a terrorist <laughs> thing to do to children. Like, <laughs> here's a bag of colorful sugar. Dip yeah. stuff into it. Oh my gonna God. go. Yeah, right. dip dip a dip a sugar stick into the colorful sugar. Yeah, and then eat the sugar stick. It's awful. Maybe nerds. I don't know if I still like nerds. Nerds were great. I used to house nerds. What about, like those were good. They're not bad. Pop rocks? Oh god. Pop rocks are dangerous. Mm. I'm out on pop rocks. No, I could fuck <laughs> up some pop rocks right now. <laughs> that would sound interesting. 
We'll just do that one. Next mailbag. I'll have some pop rocks. I'll just try to talk while I have them popping. <laughs> that'll be that'll be good podcast. We'll do an ASMR episode where yeah, we'll do some exactly. We'll do some pop rocks. I'll make some soap cubes and just cut them into the mic. It'll be great. We'll do like a sound collage. <laughs> what a great idea. It'll be really interpretive. We yeah. won't tell Jade that we're doing this. We'll just start no. doing it and he'll be back. And, and, and then when he's asking what's that noise, we don't explain it. <laughs> I don't hear anything. It's on, it's on, I think that's on your end, Jay. Yeah, I think it's you. Have you tried? Have you tried unplugging and plugging back in? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike, Emily, any final questions before we get out of here today? I got a couple. Hit me, dog. Favorite and least favorite one-hit wonders. Ooh, I actually, you know, I do trivia um, every week, and one-hit wonders come up fairly often. So. Due to recency bias, because it was just in a movie we did, and because I just did it for trivia, I'm gonna say "Butterfly" by Crazy Town. And we're for calling one. that a one-hit. Favorite wonder. or least? Favorite. Yeah, is that favorite or least favorite? That's my favorite one-hit wonder. Okay, that's fair. That's no, that song was a banger. Yeah. In like is. seventh grade, they stole <laughs> the guitar riff. Yeah. They literally just took the guitar riff from a, a Red Hot Chili Peppers song. Uh, <laughs> who cares? Who cares? <laughs> That's how rap works. You sample shit. Soul for real candy rain is definitely my favorite. Oh, wow. That's a good one. That is a good one right there. Yeah, definitely 20th century, but... uh, (laughs) CB. I had the tape in my Walkman, so that's how 20 CB it is. Wow. My least favorite is Right Said Fred, I'm Too Sexy. I think it's just... It's a good one. It was so overused. And people trying to like say things, you know, from the song to like be funny and it was just awful. Um I'm trying to think of like what my favorite one would be. Did All for One have a second hit? They had I Swear. And yeah, I Swear would probably be my favorite. I feel like they had a couple songs. I don't think they did. I think they Oh yeah, I can love you like that. Oh, yeah, I guess that counts, yeah. Yeah. A least favorite one, I think I'm going to go Jump by Crisscross. Really? Not a fan. Wow. When it gets to the actual rapping part, I think it's a good song. I just think the chorus is so overused and overplayed at this point. Absolutely. Because most of these ones that I'm looking at on these lists, I'm, I'm down with. So I, I mean, I feel like I'm, I'm just a one-hit wonder guy. Oh, I was like, how are you good just coming oh, up with the, all these one-hit wonders? You have you know a list. I, I'm sitting here like quiet because I can't think of any off the top of my head. Well, here I'm just gonna run some by you, Eden, and you're gonna give me a thumbs up or thumbs down. Another least favorite is play that funky music. We gotta retire that fucking song. And everybody was kung fu fighting. Get that song out of here too. I'm yeah. so Whoa. sick of those songs. Carl Douglas slander. Yes. Oh, favorite afternoon delight. It's a classic. Our life was pretty good. All right. So I'm too sexy. Zach said thumbs down. Eden. Get it out of here. Favorite for me is uh, Tainted Love. Thumbs down. Ooh, that's a good good one. Tainted Love. Least favorite, Who Let the Dogs Out by the Baja Men. That song is terrible. Mm, But we still don't know who let the dogs out, though. It's a question that's permeated the consciousness of america for a long time and <laughs> yeah i know if somebody could just tell me who let the dogs out then we wouldn't have to sing that song anymore <laughs> no because then we probably sing it in celebration knowing that we know we let know? the dogs out yeah we'll never <laughs> or know. like jim let the dogs out you know like jim you know let the was. dogs out Woo. 
Jim. All right, Eden. Cotton Eye Joe by Rednecks. Thumbs up or thumbs down? Oh, oh banger. Way thumbs down. Big time thumbs it's down. It's a thumbs up right? for me. Yeah, that's a banger of a song. Oh, my Ow. God. Eden? It depends on how much I've drank. It depends on how many white Russians you've had, Emily. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, exactly. If you're if you're toasty enough to actually pull the swing your partner round and round move during it. <laughs> Bad Touch by the Bloodhound Gang. It's classic. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Oh, banger. Banger, for sure. Yeah. Achy Breaky Heart by Billy Ray uh, Cyrus. Thumbs down. My dad loves that song. All dads love that song. I know, right? <laughs> Is this still a one-hit wonder if he had a daughter who had a hit? I feel like no. Yes. Well, he's on, hit? he's on old, He's technically on Old Town Road, too. So It's true. He's back. Blue by Eiffel 65. Banger. Thumbs up for me. Informer by Snow. Oh, oh yes. Thumbs up for me. <laughs> I don't think I know it. What? what? Sing it. Sing it. Let's hear You've heard it. It's rap reggae, but it's it's white people from Canada, and you, you wouldn't know that they were white people from Canada until it. you look I'm them up. I'm on it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. I like it boom, boom, down. You've heard that. Oh, I've heard yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah. I've heard of Banger. it. I'm a bit agnostic. All whites in that song. <laughs> <laughs> Tub thumping, Chumbawamba. It's a thumbs up for me. Uh, yeah. mm. Wow, no? Yeah, it got overplayed, uh. but it's a good song. It's a good song, but it's just, it was overplayed. Sex and Candy, Marcy Playground, thumbs up. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a good one. Mambo number five, Lou Bega, thumbs up. Banger. Banger. How Bizarre, OMC, thumbs yeah, up. Banger. Get it out of here. We like, like to party by the Vanga Boys. No, super <laughs> banger, Under, super banger. Oh my god! The Vanga Didn't Bus they have another song. song that was pretty big? There's no yeah. way. I want you. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Yep. Yeah, I feel yeah. like Vanga Boys had like a couple. The Vanga Boys, we like to party, is extra iconic because it was the the creepy Six Flags man's song. Oh, yeah. The oh, yeah. fake ball oh, dancing man who shows creepy. up in a Vanga Bus. He yeah. looked like Junior Soprano. <laughs> <laughs> Some things you can't unsee, bro. Fuck. <laughs> Same note too. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if we're gonna top that. So that's the Junior Soprano for me, guys. And <laughs> for Zach Harper, Eden Liu, our guest Mike Techner, and Emily Sargo, this has been the Mailbag. See you next week when we do ASMR and freak out Jay. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear 
but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com.